by showing you actually the latest satellite picture of Slow news beyond the headline. And now it's time for Slow News, our segment on underreported global issues. Mario Braga and Alicia Medina are with me today. This week, we will try to understand the Lebanese puzzle. The Prime Minister Saad Hariri mysteriously resigned while he was on a trip in Saudi Arabia. What is going on? Pia, that's what many people are wondering right now. The Lebanese Prime Minister Saad Hariri arrived this Tuesday to Lebanon after mysteriously spending two weeks in Saudi Arabia. Before going back to Beirut, Hariri went to France and Egypt. But let's start from the very beginning. Saad Hariri appeared on a Saudi television on the 4th of November to announce his resignation, mentioning threats to his life. He explained his decision on an interview to Al Jazeera. Let's listen. I submitted my resignation. I know it's not the normal process for a prime minister, but I had to take some security measures to return back safe and sound. So Lebanese officials accused the Saudis of holding him against his will. On the other side, Saudi officials said he was not forced to be in Saudi Arabia, and Saad Hariri himself said he was fine and would return to Lebanon soon. Then the former colonizer of Lebanon, France, entered in a scene. In a declaration to Radio France International, Emmanuel Macron invited Saad Hariri to France. Je me suis entretenu, uh... I spoke to Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman and to Prime Minister Saad Hariri. We agreed that I invited him to France for a few days along with his family. It's a gesture of friendship and of France's willingness to contribute to the return of calm and stability in Lebanon. Yeah, Macron later clarified that he was not offering political asylum to Hariri. Why would the Prime Minister of Lebanon need asylum? Why, who does he fear? Well, Saad Hariri believes that there was an assassination plot against him. He directly accuses Iran and Hezbollah of provoking discord, devastation and destruction in Lebanon. Yes, here comes to play the Sunni and Shia rivalry. So Lebanon has a very complicated religious order that also influences the national politics. So the president of Lebanon has to be a Christian Maronite, the speaker of the parliament, a Shia Muslim and the prime minister, a Sunni Muslim. This rivalry is played in the international field. Iran is Shi and backs Hezbollah, and Saudi Arabia is Sunni and backs the party of Saad Hariri. It is important to point out that Hezbollah was in the government of Saad Hariri. Yeah, and then in an interview with The Intercept, the expert of the American University of Beirut, Rami Khoury, says that to understand all of this that's going on right now, we need to look to the new crown prince of Saudi Arabia, Mohammed bin Salman. All power economic, political, military, social, media, religious, all power is in the hands of one man. He happens to be a young, inexperienced, rather dynamic young man, but he, he's, he's got all the power in the country and he's showing it. Saudis, having failed with their siege of Qatar, having failed with their war in Yemen, having failed in trying to overthrow the Syrian president, and in one or two other proxy battles where they failed in the region, um, they're now trying to put pressure on Lebanon so they can have any win, so they can be seen to be successful, tough guys, uh, taking care of their people and the whole Gulf region. As a result of these international pressures, Saad Hariri went on exile, arguing that his life was threatened. But now he's back in Lebanon, putting his resignation on hold. 
this resignation to avoid a possible assassinations has a precedent, right? Indeed, Pia. His father, Rafik Hariri, was the Prime Minister of Lebanon from 2000 to 2004. He resigned exactly fearing a plot against him, against him. But then, months later, in February 2005, he was killed in a suicide bombing attack. The explosion ended up with 22 casualties alongside Rafik Hariri. Who was behind the assassination? Well, a United Nations-backed tribunal in The Hague tried in absentia four individuals who were allegedly members of Hezbollah. However, Hezbollah has always denied any involvement. Okay, wait, but Saad Hariri is now in a coalition government with Hezbollah, the group accused of killing his father. Why did he do that? One of the explanations comes from the local politics. Hariri's party, called Future Movement, did not do well in the 2016 elections. Then Hariri felt the need to expand his alliance and then he sided with a pro-Hezbollah candidate for the presidency so he could become the prime minister. The problem is that this political movement was not well received among his base since Hezbollah belongs to the Shia and Hariri's base is Sunni. It sounds like it's very delicate to build alliances within the Lebanese political scenario. It is. As the Washington Post reports through history in Lebanon, political adversaries have formed controversial alliances to put an end to chaos and wars. But these alliances are fragile and don't last long. Analysts consider that the collapse of the current political status quo will lead to the recalibration of forces between these different groups in the next elections in May 2018. So Hariri's resignation can also be seen as a political movement targeting the upcoming vote, right? Yeah, it does, especially because the Lebanese politicians are already worrying about the next general elections. Analysts claim that Hariri resigned to distance himself from the controversial alliance he formed in order to gain back support among his base for the next elections. But what happens in the short term? According to the Lebanese law, the prime minister must be a Sunni. So President Michel Ayoun will consult the parliament, who will then appoint a candidate. And to understand better everything that's at stake here, we have here with us in the studio Miriam Karut, a Lebanese journalist and student at the Mundus program here in Aarhus. Good evening, Miriam. Hi. Well, we wanted to know, as a Lebanese journalist, what do you think is going on? Like now, uh, Saad Hariri is back, now he's putting on hold the resignation. What's your assessment on all of this? Well, I don't think you can look at Lebanese politics without taking into consideration the regional politics. Mm -hmm. And um, as we just established, we have Shiites, Sunnites, Christians all forming alliances together. And that is very necessary. But if you look at the whole region, countries usually um, stay within their own um, religious or political affiliations. So I think Lebanon is a very strategic point for the whole region and now that Hariri is supposedly back and he came only back because Michel Aoun asked him to do so so the president went Mm -hmm. to Hariri and told him please do not resign we want you back and even Hezbollah said that they're like why are you resigning we need you you're part of our government if you resign the government is going to fall apart and also all kinds of politicians from all kinds of uh, different religious sects were fearing sectarian issues to boil up again because that's how Lebanon has been dealing with these things. And then, uh, who do you think was behind the pressure uh, for him to resign then? Um, well, I don't... Th- me personally, I think it is um, a plot by Saudi Arabia. It makes sense because... Um, and, and Saad Hariri himself has a very um, important stand in Saudi Arabia 
for him, like all his business is there. His family lives there. He's never in Lebanon anyways. He travels between France and Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. and he's not very, um, yeah, yeah, he's not there locally. And also um, he has a lot of money in Saudi Arabia. So if they pressure him to resign, then it makes sense for him to say, okay, money is my my life. So I cannot leave my family alone in Saudi Arabia. And on the other hand, also, um, I think the pressure from Saudi Arabia is just um, to pressure against Hezbollah because they know in Lebanon, Hezbollah and Shiites and Sunnites are working together in a government. So they want to tell them, no, you cannot be both. You can either be this or that. And we are trying to get rid of Hezbollah anyways because they're against us. So... And Miriam, what has been the reaction of the Lebanese people to this unexpected resignation? And now he's back, a lot of uncertainty. How people are feeling about that? Well, when he first resigned, um, Beirut was a ghost city. But it's not very uncommon, actually, in Lebanon. Whenever political um, issues boil up, Lebanese people usually um, get very scared. And it's it's not uncommon as well to have attacks or bombs every once in a while. So people stay at home. It was a very calm two weeks and people were scared. Yes, they're fearing that there's going to be a next civil war like in the 70s and 80s. People don't want that, obviously. Then there was, of course, um, future movement followers. So Hariri followers who were really upset and they're like, oh, no, they're trying to kill Hariri. We have to protect him. And what is going on? And please mm-hmm. don't come ever back, you know. And then there were people who were scared that he was kidnapped. Then there was people who were like, yeah, we don't need this guy. We're happy. So it really depends on what kind of people you look at. Um, but yeah, it was a very tense situation. And now that he's back, um, seeing that Hezbollah, Michel Aoun and Hariri are trying to work together on Independence Day, because today is Independence Day mm-hmm. in Lebanon, um, it gives them like reassurance. Okay, maybe Lebanon is safe again. Okay, you mentioned Hezbollah. What's the role of Hezbollah in all this uh, scenario? Because he's a great actor. Yeah, well, again, Hezbollah is not only a Lebanese party, so it's a very um, religious, uh, sorry, regional problem. Again, um, Hezbollah is very strong in Lebanon, obviously. Uh, it has um, the most military power next to the military itself because um, it gets support by Iran and Uh, Iran has the weapons and the mm-hmm. money to fund them. And um, I think um, the accusations against um, plotting assassinations to the Hariri family might s- seem like as an exaggeration because, um, well, Hezbollah is mostly doing good for the country. But uh, in the region, it depends on what side you're on. Hezbollah might be seen as the good guys or as the bad guys. Okay, thank you very much, Miriam. That does help us understand better what's going on in Lebanon. And that was our reporting on the Lebanese crisis. Tune in next week for another episode of Slow News. Planet Mundus, the word in Aarhus. Every Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. and online.